Lima Charlie. Loud and clear. Lima Charlie. 크고 분명하게. Lima Charlie. 그러니까 이야스나. Lima Charlie. 와이딘 왕. Lima Charlie. OFO. 진주. 민발. 울사크테. 아키라카데아르. 사하케 바한해. Light and dialect. Auto e claro. 에타. 투와. 트리아. 아담 에타. You are listening to Lima Charlie News. Welcome to Lima Charlie Podcasts. You are listening to episode four of our series on PTSD, depression, suicide, and the many unorthodox treatments available to those that suffer. If you haven't already, we urge you to listen to episodes one through three, also available on iTunes and SoundCloud. So far, we have covered cannabis as a possible treatment for depression and PTSD in episodes one and two. Last episode, three, we covered yoga, meditation, and breathing techniques and there was a lot that we talked about there so much so that we felt we wanted to cover more today but before i go further first in the studio today is of course james cordia marine <laughs> still barking i can't, I can't stop, I can't stop. <laughs> and also with us is don martinez u.s army don hey how are you I want to hear a joke. I want a joke. <laughs> so I, I think what Donna is referring to is I, I've been getting feedback that the first few minutes of the show are incredibly boring. And it's all because <laughs> of me, because I'm kind of droning slowly and I'm muddling my way through it. And I mentioned to my wife this morning that concern. And she looked at me and said, why don't you tell a joke like that priest on Sundays? And I said, yes. what priest? <laughs> she said, the priest that comes on after... Uh, Meet the press. And I said, Pre- oh, do you mean Joel Osteen? Oh, uh, I thought we were going with the priest joke right off the bat. Right. <laughs> I was say, uh, does the- anyone know who Joel Osteen is? I do know. He's a con man. No, or, he's a, I don't. Well, we, uh, we, allegedly. Alleged we con don't man. I don't know. Allegedly. I'm not giving I showed off TV, so I don't know. Uh, but the truth is, if you're watching Meet the Press and you're getting all fired up, you're getting all worked up, and then goes to commercial, he comes on. He actually tells a funny joke. I, I, if everyone's, I urge everyone to listen. It's kind of funny. I, I, I don't think we have the same sense of humor. I, I, I just my sense of humor is grim, dark, and perverse. And I think Joel or, or, or whatever his name is. So but, I, I think. But I do want to hear your joke. To try to cure this, I'm going to tell a really dumb joke real quick to to shake the you know something out of this. I was raised Roman Catholic. I was an altar boy. So I am going, and since it's Joel Osteen, the priest. Inspiring this. Televangelist you were, inspired this. Oh, God. We're going to hear an altar boy joke. Yeah, why not? <laughs> All right. Let's do Don, it. you want to hear one? I want to hear one. I'm Catholic too. Right. I'm now, Catholic, so let's do this. This is called an altar boy's confession. All right. Uh, all right. No, scratch that. It's called an Italian boy's confession. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> God. <laughs> Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. I have been with a loose girl. The priest asks, Is that you, little Joey Pagano? Yes, Father, it is. And who was the girl you were with? I can't tell you, Father. I don't want to ruin her reputation. Well, Joey, I'm sure to find out her name sooner or later, so you might as well tell me now, said the priest. Was it Tina Minetti? I cannot say. Was it Teresa Mazzarelli? I can never tell. Was it Nina Capelli? I'm sorry, but I cannot name her. Priest asked one more time. Was it Kathy Piriano? Please, Father, I cannot tell you. The priest sighs in frustration. You're very tight-lipped, and I admire that. But you've sinned, and you have to atone. You cannot be an altar boy now for four months. Now you go and behave yourself. Joey walks back to his pew, and his friend Franco slides over and whispers, What'd you get? Joey says, 
four months vacation and four good leads. That's a horrible joke. I was going to go with something innocent. I used to play in a rock band called Dyslexia. We just released an album of our greatest shit. <laughs> that, that was my joke. I don't know. It's not, it's not, sorry. All right, so um. we hope that our newer listeners can at least laugh. Look, this is at, these are heavy topics. We, we get that. And the minute you see the title of this podcast, you're probably thinking, oh, I'm, I'm not going to listen to that. But they're critical topics. And as we love to do, we're yeah. going to teach you something, hopefully that you've never heard. And we're going to try to laugh a little. We're going to joke a little. And you're going to enjoy yourself. So here we are in episode four. Let's kick it off. James, you did an amazing interview, correct? Yeah, I did. Uh, you know what? Before I go into this week's interview, I did. Uh, I, I got some feedback from Eighth Flower, uh, who listened to the pod last last week and said, am I the only person that hates the sound of my voice when I listen back to it? And I just want to <laughs> let you know, Eighth Flower, no, I hate the sound of my voice as well. I don't sound like this. At least I don't think I sound like this. Maybe I do. Um, Same here. Uh, I don't like it either. It's just one of those weird things. Uh, uh, but this week, I did an interview uh, with Didi Fuentes. Uh, Didi Fuentes is out of Chicago. She's a vinyasa flow teacher. Uh, she's from a military family and has also uh, suffered loss due to PTSD. Uh, she, in addition to working at Bloom Yoga Studio in Chicago, uh, she works at the Cook County Jail helping inmates that... Uh, you know, with their trauma. So I thought she'd be a good person to kind of talk to on the subject, uh, seeing as she is a, you know, a yoga teacher and uh, deals with people that, that have have issues kind of right off the bat. You have a clip, Jim? I do. And oh, here we go. I, I will, we'll roll to the first clip. All right. One of the reasons yoga is so effective in dealing with trauma is you really get in touch with yourself You know, I had never been aware of my breath ever. My teaching yoga, notice when you're inhaling, notice when you're exhaling. I never, ever did that when I was growing up. I had no idea that I was supposed to be aware of my breath. Certainly didn't know the advantages of it. And we all have this habitual clenching. We all have it. And the thing that yoga does is it helps you identify where yours is. It does take work. You might not be able to do anything about that habitual clenching. I have it always in my trapezius muscles. Like it's just in constantly tense. And I love teachers say like soften there, soften there. I'm like, no shit. I have no idea how to soften there. I don't know how to do that. Um, but that's something that just being aware of, and then I can work on how do I soften there. Carrying tension around in my jaw, grinding teeth, even have like tension knots in my scalp. Those are things that I wasn't even aware of. And then once you have that awareness, and always it's, it's a practice, right? So we never, ever get there. But we're on the path, and it's, we, are, we are practicing that, recognizing where we can soften, where we can let our guard down. And it's a practice that's available to everyone. She raises some interesting issues, especially breathing. We talked about breathing the whole last episode. The breathing and the clenching, too. I thought the clenching was the part that I, I uh, have grinded away my teeth. Um, I, I think, I don't know if, but I don't know. I'm just one of those. So I feel like I get tension in my jaw. So it's just something that you kind of have to pay attention to and try to calm down. 
um, maybe chew more, chew more gum or something like that. But, but I know, you know, she's right about these pockets of tension and where you feel stress in your body. And I find that practicing yoga for me also helps loosen some of these intense knots that I get that are really, really, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's strange. Like some of them, uh, you know, there's a mental benefit to yoga, but there's also a physical benefit to yoga that I, I enjoy. And I also, I've noticed that I've uh, gotten injured less in play in, in participating in other activities and running and training and playing soccer. I play a lot of soccer as well. Um, I don't hurt myself as much. And I, I find part of that may be down to just paying attention to your body more, being more in tune with your, with your physical body and what hurts and what doesn't hurt and where to alleviate the stress. And it, it... Well, I know that when we talked about breathing, mm-hmm. Elena the Russian came on and talked about uh, various methods in Russian Sambo I and I was Sistema. practicing the box breathing this week. It's funny. I went back and, and if, if you haven't heard episode three, go back and listen to episode three where we cover box breathing. And I actually did that a little bit because I've started smoking cigarettes again and I'm trying to quit. And I noticed that instead of smoking cigarettes, I've been practicing cycles of box breathing. Good. And it is. It, it was really cool. And I've slowed down smoking. I haven't quit entirely. Well, because we talked about that last week, how yeah. smoking is often just taking large drags yeah. to breathe slowly other than tobacco. You're doing that. And I, I talked about a friend who I, I think got quit cigarettes by doing an exercise where she breathed in and out through her nose and out her mouth six times every time she had a craving for a cigarette. And if we're talking about anxiety and tension, which are all a part of uh, depression and PTSD, mm-hmm. breathing is hypercritical to that. And Don, I know you talked about breathing. You talked about how yeah. important it is for you. You have anything to add to that? Yeah, you want to talk about unorthodox. I, I discovered this when I was in um, the Pathway Home in California back in 2013. 13 I believe we would play um, Call of Duty um, Black Ops 2 zombies and what we, what we would do is um, it's a four player so in the big picture it's all it's a what is it called a prisoner's dilemma right so you get four individuals you throw them in there they have to work together if they want to solve to get out of the prison and if they don't they all die so that's the format of the game but when when I'm playing I focus on my breathing because I'm, I'm sitting on the couch, I'm in a safe place, but in my mind, in my head, you know, I'm in the game. I'm shooting all these zombies and, you know, punching them in the face or whatever. And when it starts to get overwhelming for me, I, what, I, what I do is I take deep breaths. And when it starts to get so overwhelming, like, you know, there's players down and I'm, you know, getting overwhelmed, I take a huge deep breath and I hold it. And I don't, I've never timed it, but like, you know, the rats can go on for like 20 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever. And I'll keep that breath held while all the action is going on on the video game. You know, and I'm doing whatever. And either I die or I, you know, I save everybody or whatever. And then I, I exhale. And then that's my, my relaxed breath. And what I've discovered is like with the, in the military, right, in the trauma, when I'm in high stress situations, I get so calm. I can get so calm and relaxed that I'm able to function and operate. And that's one thing we, we do in, in the military and in, in combat. That's one gift or do, we have. But when we come back to the state side, you know, I freak out over, you know, I lose my credit card and I have a conniption or what, you know, something so small and minor and I, I overreact and, it, you know, there's that balance. But the breathing in, inside the video game, you know, while I'm there, because it grounds me too and I'm in the here and now and focused on the game. 
so that's one unorthodox way I have um, practiced my breathing. That's interesting. Are there any uh, video games that involve Jedi, Jedi Knights? We talked about the Jedi breathing techniques for the geeks out there. <laughs> there was one a long time ago. I forgot which one. Star, I don't know, forgot. But, but you know, in all the other Call of Duty games, I, I can't get into them. It, none of the other ones can do the same, um, you know, breathing effects that, that I've done. So you mentioned uh, anger and frustration, and that's a big part of PTSD, and that leads to depression, and breathing can alleviate anger when you're ready to put your fist through some drywall or you're ready to... (laughs) I'm getting better. (laughs) Right, smash something, breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. Try the box breathing that the Russian talked about and uh, all these techniques. So, uh, James, you had another clip from Dee Dee, correct? Yeah, I did. Uh, This one, she discusses which uh, practices to practice. Which I thought was just kind of which practices to begin with, and, uh, and that I'm going on her recommendations there because I thought she was, uh, you know, she's more knowledgeable than I am. Let's start with maybe a hatha, H A T H A class. Um, any gentle or restorative class would also be really advantageous. I really like to sweat, so I. He started with a gentle class and then um, moved to vinyasa flow class. And that's what I teach. It's a, we move, we try to link, we practice linking the length of the breath with the length of the movement. But when I first started, you know, I heard the teacher talking about breath. I had no idea. Like, I'm just trying to figure out where to put my left foot. So it's, you know, it's, it's a journey, it's a process, but because you have so many options, um, you'll find a teacher who's a good fit for you. There are a lot of shitty yoga teachers, but there really is someone for everyone. This is the shitty yoga teacher. <laughs> I, <laughs> last week I, I said, I don't think there's many shitty yoga teachers. And I think I, obviously I'm not an expert, but I, I defer to the experts on this one. Didi insists that there are some bad, uh, some bad teachers. Um, but I think it goes along, again, kind of echoing what we said last week about finding someone and somewhere that you're comfortable, uh, making sure that when you go into the environment, you kind of let them know, like, I'm not comfortable. <laughs> and so you can kind of knock that on the head before it even starts. Yeah, Don, you had a great suggestion last week. You talked about how you had gone to certain classes. You didn't like the vibe. You didn't like the feeling. You walked out and you found another one. There's so many different types. And then that... Anyone who wants to experiment by going to yoga classes, don't be discouraged. There may be a bunch that just don't fit, right? Exactly. Yeah, and there's a, a program, we'll get to it later, but it's called Connected Warriors. And they're, they're a trauma-conscious yoga program serving the military. So they're, they're aware of all the traumas that you know veterans have, and they've created a, a yoga program for them. So, Yeah. So any other any other advice from Didi Fuentes? Uh, that was it. That was it, Didi. Uh, just... Came, uh, just came out and gave us the advice of what classes to do and the things to pay attention to, mainly, you know, with regards to tension of your body and to just breathe. Just br- we, we say smile through the bullshit, but also breathe through that bullshit, too. Yeah. One thing I noticed, like early on when I was first diagnosed with PTSD was uh, the grinding of the teeth. Yeah. Like I was the dentist would give me um, like bite guards and mouth guards and stuff like that because it was so bad and it was causing, you know, like TMJ and migraines and all this other stuff. And it was just the stress. And 
you know, it causing dental problems and migraines. Yeah, and it happens in your sleep too. You don't even realize it. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. one of those things. It's uh, it's it's just where I carry tension. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. But I hate that word try. I had a, an old coach too. It's like it, and he said just like Yoda. You know, don't. Is it don't uh, don't try either do or don't. Yeah, there is and no there is no try. Just do. Just do. Do or do not. And, there is no and, try. That's uh, Yoda right stay, there. <laughs> stay away from people that say should. You know, he's like that. That word does not belong. Oh, in your I hate book. that word because it's always you know. No. Do you want to go to a party? Oh, we should do this. We should do that. He said these people should all over you. You either mm-hmm. you got to make plans, make firm plans, be committed to them, and see them through. So, I am going to try to work on this podcast on not using that word and not grind my teeth. <laughs> Those okay. are my tension spots. And yes, thank you, Didi. I am well aware of where I carry my stress. All right. Last week. We asked if any viewers had suggestions, maybe some unorthodox treatments, maybe some commentary. We did get a comment from Chris Hinova. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, H-I-N-O-V-A. And he says, the best way to combat depression is prayer. I, what, what do you think of that, James? I, I practice Buddhism. I, I said mentioned that last week, so I... I I chant uh, to Michael Hansen in the morning, in the afternoon, uh, in the evening. It does help me. It, it does help calm me down. It does help me channel my stress for the day. I get to process it, and but I also get to, in my mind, I'm also thinking about the people I've lost along the way in this journey of life. And I, I kind of feel that even if the whole thing is bullshit and that none of it's true, I feel that I've at least spent some time thinking about my loved ones who aren't here with me. So I love that. I, I really do. And I, that's one of the re- main reasons I do it every morning because it's, I, in my eyes, it's bullshit proof. Uh, I, I can't speak to prayer in regards to like Jesus and Allah and Muhammad and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll defer to you. You guys are altar boys. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Tom, were you an altar boy? I was not an altar boy. I was the one reading the scripture or taking collections. Uh, good Catholic boys. That's I'll just stick with that. You yeah. guys are good Catholic boys. So I'll let you guys handle the, the uh, Catholicism. No, prayer is very soothing. And I won't, I wouldn't, I would be lying if I didn't say that I miss church. It's calming. It's mm-hmm. soothing. Sadly, the only time I go is for a funeral or a wedding, yeah. right? or, or maybe Christmas or Easter. And, and then when you leave, you walk out feeling great. It's the hymns, the calmness of it, the peacefulness of it. Yeah. If you have a good priest, I'll be honest. And again, it's just like yoga. If you go to the wrong yoga teacher, you're going to walk out disappointed. I'll be frank. There are a lot of Catholic priests who, who are they're terrible. They're, they're, they yell at the, the parishioners. They, they tell you you're doing it all wrong. You're going to hell. I mean, who wants to hear that? Yeah. But then you have some that are really inspirational. They're really amazing. And you have to find the right church. Yes. Right? Yeah, I, and it's definitely worth it. I, I, you know, I, again, I, I'm not good, the one to sit here and poo-poo people's faith. I have no problem with, you know, if, you, if it makes you a better human being, then I'm all for it. Go for it. I was born, raised, baptized, confirmed Catholic before I was like 16. So I knew early on I was going to hell and I had to pray for my parents. So, <laughs> no, but I, I do pray. Um, and like I, med- like I said last week I, or last episode, I, I meditate eight hours. And it's not just me standing there chanting in some yoga pose. It's like I do a lot of things in those eight hours. And one of those things is prayer, you know, and, and not just for my kids' sake, you know, praying and, you know, teaching them right or raising them in the Christian value and faith and stuff. But for me internally, right, it, it gives me 
it calms me down, peace of mind, and it helps me map out what's my next step, what's my next move, what's what do I got to do next to take care of me. And so it's it's kind of a foundation for me, but like I said, I was born and raised that way, so it's it's been, you know, embedded in me from the start. I I'd certainly encourage it. If it if it is something that you brings you peace and happiness then go for it and do it roll with it and and if it's something you haven't tried why not what what else do you have to lose go in and, and do it and and see if that changes your life or inspires you to keep going and keep being a better person uh, yeah see how you feel afterwards exactly and that's you know a lot of this stuff that we're talking about there it's trial and error you know there i'm here because i don't want to be a pharmaceutical guinea pig that said i don't mind being the guinea pig of some things like this where if i walk into a church and walk out and like nah it didn't work for me i'm still no worse for the wear i'll be okay yeah and try another and church until you're fine exactly or try in the same thing with yoga i go to a yoga class i'm like nah try a strain of weed i don't like nah. that's that's kind of the direction i'm I, my heart's in with this uh this whole topic Okay, we should have a whole other episode on religion at some point. Yeah, maybe we can. That'd be a pretty wild maybe one. Maybe politics and religion in the same episode. Oh my god! Can you imagine <laughs> all the hate mail we'll get? It'd be great. <laughs> but thank you, Chris, for your. You know, honestly, these these recommendations are great. I just thank you for your. Uh... Yeah, I'm glad it's working for you. I'm glad it's working for you. We had another uh, comment from Don Pensack, Don P E N S A C K, who said, "Fantastic episode! Thank you for sharing alternative ways that support emotional wellness." <clears throat> thank you, Don. Yeah, thank you, Don. Uh, and Don listener. added this, and actually had a great idea, uh, which we're looking into. She states, "There is also an amazing organization called Connected Warriors. Yoga classes specifically designed for veterans. They have a trauma-conscious yoga." yoga's curriculum it's incredible if any veterans are intimidated by certain parts of a traditional yoga class for example chanting placement of the mat too crowded smells hands-on adjustment certain vulnerable poses whatever it may be they can check and see if there are any connected warriors classes in their area so that's great advice and don you reached out to connected warriors right yes her name is angel She's a Navy veteran, um, a mom, a wife. She's actually trained to teach kids yoga. If that's um, that's really interesting, and we're gonna get her on um, our next podcast and and just hear her story, how things have helped her, how yoga has helped her, and and yeah, go from there. Awesome. So they have on their website our mission to empower service members, veterans, and their families worldwide through trauma conscious yoga. That's uh, they're available in 24 states and hopefully, hopefully going to be available in more and more. Uh, Don, you also have some information about Jennifer Atala. Yeah, so Jennifer reached out to me and she's one of our international listeners. She's from Israel, and Hello. she hi Jennifer. She um she's a big fan of Jason, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Jason. What? So, but what she was, what we were talking about is this, is like with marijuana, she doesn't know anything about marijuana or cannabis or weed. She only knows the word joint. And so when she learned a lot from the first episode, but the thing is that still bothers her, it's like she's constantly medic or not her, but you're constantly medicating right throughout the day. And then it's altering your reality. And she was wanting to um, get our thoughts on, on those two things. I feel like the 
the the strains and the strain identity uh, or identifying strains you can the the altering levels of marijuana are, are significantly less than the altering levels of a lot of prescription pills uh, I find that you could find strains of marijuana that are good for the morning when you have to go to work and you want to just feel a little less anxious and a little less uh, and, but still mentally in the room and and I find that a lot of the sativas in the morning uh, I you know are great for that and that you can also find something at night and have your indica that kind of helps you sleep that that's you know really kind of puts you out and so I, I agree that in a certain sense, yeah, you are altering reality. I mean, it's not uh, not a psychedelic, although we will have a psychedelic episode coming up soon. We are. Yeah, we're definitely. Yeah. Have, uh, I have, uh, yeah. I, I think this put, time we'll have our legal counsel on the pod. We can, yeah, well, we can discuss microdosing, but we can. It, it's not to the. It's not strong like mushrooms or LSD or or all the other stuff that you can uh, put into your body, uh, but there is. There, it is a softer, even just just the traditional pills. It's a softer, uh, you, you know, you compare it to an airline flight flying through the sky. Marijuana is a smooth flight where I feel like a lot of these pills come with a lot of turbulence, and I think what we're going for is for a smooth ascent and a smooth descent every every day, every time. Well, to our listeners, if you listen to episode one, James listed the dozens of side effects from prescription drugs that are usually uh, given for PTSD and depression. It's yes. crazy. And it's, you know, again, I'm not going to say every strain of marijuana is fantastic. It's it's one of those things, too, you really have to look into and study as well and find the one that works for you. Yeah, and real quick on the altering reality. With with me personally, um, like I didn't start smoking until I was 36. So three years ago. So I had a whole life in front of me, you know, behind me before I started smoking. And the thing with the altering reality is like, I have, my reality involves like combat, right? People dying in Iraq, you know, traumas, moral traumas that I'm bringing home. And it's like, those, those are the things that are not getting me to sleep. So when I smoke at night to go to bed, you know, it doesn't matter that I'm, you know, my, my reality is shifting because it's just, I'm going to bed. But one of the other things like we were saying with the sativas is, when I read, have you ever tried smoking and reading or smoking and writing? Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. It's like every day on the beach. <laughs> it's uh, the, it helps calm the nerves and calm the mind to actually get stuff out. Mm-hmm. The, the creative outlet. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's certain things, certain skills, certain jobs that it's it'll help with. But like you know, obviously don't go smoking and driving or operating equipment or do surgery or you know stuff like that. You have to be the adult. The responsible person to know when and where to smoke, right? Yeah, what what you're doing. Yeah, and, and that's okay. if you want to sm- people who choose to smoke cannabis. Okay, gentlemen, we have to take a short break, right. uh, and we will be right back. I'm back. I love this music. I just have such happy memories of this music. We are here to talk about an amazing sponsor of ours, an old sponsor. It's called eBoost. Echo, you're, Bravo, Oscar, Oscar, Sierra, Tango, eBoost. Your instant list. Right. Energy, e- vitamins. Right. eBoost has a bunch of products, but our favorite are the shots, the energy shots. Yeah. And, and often when we're exhausted at the end of the day and we really don't want to do a podcast, kind of like now, 
we pound these eboos because it wakes us up. It's got a buttload of vitamin B2, which is a secret recipe for hangovers. Did you say vitamin? Vitamin. Vitamin. Well, because you, you lived in the UK for a while. I did live in the UK. It's a vitamin, right? Vitamin. Sorry. I don't think it has any aluminium in it. It's aluminium. <laughs> it's better not. Oh, the controversy. <laughs> so, Don, if I told you that there was an all-natural energy shot, it had uh, green tea, vitamins, uh, and it worked, and it was healthy, would you take it to stay awake for these podcasts? Oh, heck no. I always say no to drugs. <laughs> right. What if we told you it was legal and all the cool kids are doing it? Well, it's got to be gluten and soy free, man. I, don't, I think it is. It's, yeah, it is. it's one of the great things about it. Gluten, soy free, non-GMO. It's just as natural yeah, our, as it gets. Right. Our lawyers are saying... Wow. Yeah, our lawyers are mentioning, they're motioning, don't make too many representations because we don't really know. It does say does say it on the bottle. Gluten-free, soy-free. It says it on the bottle. If it says it on the bottle, then I'll do it. it you can do it. it. We did say last week that it's it's good for your colon, so it, it must be gluten-free and all those things. That's yeah. it. Get you rolling on the we, toilet. And, and running the disclaimer, we don't know if it's good for your colon, but it's it's just funny to say that. My number one choice for number two? That's... <laughs> 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 so today, the the shots of the day. I'm drinking Superberry. I'm wired on Superberry E-Boost. Uh, I'm rolling on Fruit Punch. Ed, what are you what are you drinking? I'm loving Fruit Punch as well. Fruit Punch is tasty. You know, sometimes uh, not only do we need E-Boost to do the show, but in the after party when we go out drinking, we need a little energy. That's where it really is required. Right. Get, get that energy, so you can get those rums on your neck. <laughs> I don't know how many hours. It's not like it's a competitor called Five Hour. No one's going to say there's X amount of hours that it keeps you alert and awake. Uh, well, the music is over, so I guess we have to wrap this up. Faith, please. Lima Charlie, loud and clear. You're listening to Lima Charlie News. And we are back. During the break, I had some thoughts. We've talked about cannabis to deal with the PTSD and depression. We've talked about a coming episode about hallucinogens. And it just, you know, maybe I'm a little of the prude here, but I had a concern and I wanted to bring it up with you guys. And and I want to close with this question and this thought. What What if some people become too dependent on these external, uh, substances and it becomes more of a crutch, more of dependence. If we want to overcome depression, fear, PTSD, don't we have to mentally prepare ourselves, mentally exercise, maybe even as, uh, you know, as Chris Hanova said, pray. What if, what if these substances are detraction or, excuse me, distraction from mentally overcoming these fears and insecurities? We talked about uh, Yoda in Star Wars saying, train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. Training, and I like the word training. So what if... Mm-hmm cannabis or hallucinogens or hell alcohol or other things that people rely on are stopping you from doing that do you have any thoughts gentlemen uh, i would say you know again i think anything you do too much is a problem I, I think the good thing about cannabis is that you can stop and i think there is that that is the nice thing about it is there, there's no withdrawal there's no uh, some people may do it too much but that doesn't mean you should or need to you know a little bit here make you feel a little bit better and then take a break. 
But yeah, I would certainly say if that's all you're doing, you wake up, you roll out, and you smoke, and I actually do know people like this. Yeah, that's a problem. Admittedly, I don't. I think that's you know, everything in moderation. But that that comes to the mental discipline part of it. Right. So the mental discipline is exactly the part because at the end of the day, you don't want to be reliant on anything. Yeah. Right. Although these are helpful things. You don't want to be reliant on anything. You want to mentally be able to overcome your fears and insecurities. Don, what do you think? So with my with my personal issues with the VA, they right, they, they prescribed opioids. Okay, so let me back up. When when you go into an inpatient PTSD program within the VA, when I think it was in Oklahoma City VA, they would make you go to like a 30-day drug and alcohol rehab before sending you to the PTSD program. Because they want you, you know, clean from alcohol and, and drugs which makes sense which is you know perfectly understandable but the the issue i have is like they they put me on all these meds 24 meds and then they're you know those meds are okay during the ptsd program but not the alcohol and the drugs um so what they're doing is they're creating a culture of like you have to take these pills and you know the pills are the only option that you have pills and talk therapy as of right now are the only two approved treatments for like tbi i think and ptsd and and so like that leaves me in a position where like either I take the pills or I don't take the pills, right? And so that's the only offer or the only assistance that the government is going to allow me to have. So in my journey to recovery, in recovery, you know, I've found other ways, other tools in my toolbox to use to get me back to normal, to get me back into a regular life and to, you know, get there. So if if I have to smoke cannabis now just to get my, my, everything else in my life in order, you know, that doesn't mean I have to smoke it, you know, tomorrow or the next day or the next day. You know, I'm always improving on my position, my fighting position, like we say in the military. You're always improving your, your current status. And that's how I've been using cannabis is, you know, not as a long-term solution, but, but as the short-term fix. And people are, you know, people get addicted. The four things are drugs, alcohol, sex, and food. And those are like the four main addictions. So it's just not, you know, you're going to smoke cannabis, you're addicted to cannabis, or you're going to take these pills and be addicted to one pills. It's like, you can be addicted to food, right? <laughs> Who here eats processed food? Addicted to all And all four. the sugar in there. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's hard with mental health issues and treatment because you have to have a holistic approach. You have to have the talk therapy. You have to have the group therapy. You have to have the medications. You have to have the sleep, the diet, the exercise. There's no one simple solution you know you have to have the prayer you have to have the you know the nature being outside you know it's not about like this one simple solution is going to fix everybody's problem mm -hmm. and i think the the change that's where the change has to be the shift is a more holistic approach and as opposed to um you know the one-shot approach you know take this pill and that because it is an issue right mm -hmm. people have problems they it's simple to just pop the pill or drink the the bottle and move on with your life and move on with your day. But at the end of the day, it's like as long as you're being productive and as long as you're happy and everything's safe and sound, then it's okay. What if you take great joy from having a large double Jameson on the rocks and staring into the abyss? I, I really do enjoy that. It's a dark side it's that the gentleman <laughs> might not know about me, but I, I really, it really wraps up my week. It makes me really think in a deep, dark place as to where I need to be. Irish whiskey makes me violent. <laughs> It, I love it. I really enjoy it. I like Telemore Dew. I could really, I could drink Telemore Dew all night long. Uh, but yeah. I've had to switch to rum because 
just something about Irish whiskey. Not Jack Daniels, not the Tennessee stuff, but the Irish whiskey. God, does it make me want to throw punches at everything and everyone. <laughs> um, so I've stopped. I've stopped drinking it. I don't mean to make light by throwing it out no. the hall, but the, the truth is uh, it, it's, it, it can be a crutch, and we all know that. And yeah. I don't mean to say that. What I meant to say is if something makes you look deep, deep, deep into fear and try and overcome it, I think that's a good thing, and it could be many things. So. Agreed. All right. Yeah. Um, wow, that, where'd we go with that one? Yeah, that one. Rabbit hole went real deep there. <laughs> uh, James, I know that you were brainstorming about some other possible topics coming up. What do you yeah, think? coming up, uh, we did. We earlier touched on a psychedelic episode, and of course, we're going to go there because I am interested in microdosing and mushrooms and uh, kind of the benefits after mushrooms. Uh, but that's not where I was going for it. We've gone the the first four episodes now. We've kind of gone in a mellowing direction, kind of a calming down, calming down. And, and that's great for some people. But again, this, this is not a one-size-fits-all kind of podcast. Uh, and I've got friends that have gone the exact opposite direction. So in the upcoming episodes, we're going to go kind of an extreme episode. I've got friends that are jumping out of planes, uh, skateboarding, and doing all these tricks on the ramps, and biking, and doing some insane stuff there. So we'll probably go to, uh, we're going to have an extreme episode coming up soon. So stay tuned for that. Bungee jumping, all that nutty shit. Uh, I'm Probably I might jump out of a plane, but I'm not going to be doing too much other stuff. I think that's going to be my limit. I'll just, but I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> that's as far as my participation goes in the next, the next episodes. I mean, would it be fair to say that one of the best cures for depression is to challenge yourself and accomplish something and achieve something? So if it's something yeah. risky and, and you, you achieve it. And nice especially, I don't want to sound chauvinistic, especially as a man, you have to achieve certain things and you feel great. Yeah. And I think that they have found their outlet through these extreme sports or through these these tricks or through jumping out of planes or through doing just some insane stuff. Uh, again, I'm more of a... I, I enjoy my mellow. I, I like my mellow. And, uh, you know, as far as... I surf a bit, so I enjoy surfing. Um, but I wouldn't kind of classify that in the same same sense as as some of the extreme sports that we'll be covering. I mean, these guys... They have broken bones and they seem to love it. It doesn't make sense to me, but all right, man, that's cool. You know, I'll just ride my waves. <laughs> and, and we're not going to dig too deep into certain philosophies such as Zen, which would then say you're feeding your ego and that's just as bad. But we won't it's, go there. No, no. But let's at least spot the issue that yes. we could be drifting there. And we'd want our listeners to check us and say, hey, guys, you're out of your mind. You're, yeah. you're, you think you're substituting something and you're feeding your ego, which at the end of the day is not going to make you happy. And that's. We can go down a whole Zen path some other episode. Absolutely. So, yeah, just stay tuned for that. It's coming up soon. Uh, again, it's not going to be all mellowing down and everything else. It's not one size fits all. Some people go the other way and need to be hyped up. Right. Now, we need to feed our egos, so please go to iTunes and SoundCloud. Give us a great rating. Give us a five-star rating. Feed our egos because uh, we're, uh, we're trying our best. Please go to lemacharlienews.com, read our articles. Go to Twitter at lemacharlienews. Go to Instagram at lemacharlienews. Like, repost, feed our egos, our fragile little eggshell egos. Yeah. Let's all feel better. <laughs> and keep sending us questions. Those are great. And those are the, the questions and the comments, they, they, you know, it may seem silly, but it does mean a lot. And it does stroke my ego. My <laughs> we are an independent news agency. And... Listener and reader support is critical to keeping us afloat, keeping us going. So honestly, after you hit 
stop on this podcast, please go like, love, share. It would really uh, help a lot. Thank you, Don. Thanks. Have a good night. Thank you, James. Thank you. Have a great night. Love you guys. Later, Gators. Lima Charlie, loud and clear. You're listening to Lima Charlie News.